Good Wednesday morning, everyone. It's the 15th of December. Christmas is only 10 days away. My title is The Awe of the Son of God's Birth. When couples find out for the first time that they're going to be parents, it can really be a most exciting event. They're going to become parents, and their parents will become grandparents. But when Mary told Joseph that she was expecting, it struck him as odd, since he knew they had not yet been sexually intimate. So initially, I think this was a huge deal, because if it were discovered that she was expecting, but Joseph was not the father, she could have been stoned to death. However, Joseph, a God-fearing man, did not want that to happen, so he decided he was just going to divorce her quietly until Joseph met Gabriel. (laughs) Gabriel shows up three times, one for Zechariah, one for Mary, and now he's showing up to Joseph in a dream, and he assured him that the baby in Mary's womb was a miracle from God. Then things progressed as Joseph uh, was bringing Mary into his home to be his wife, but they did not have sexual relations until after Jesus was born. Now that's a miracle we don't talk about. Joseph bringing his new bride into his home and not doing what couples usually do after the wedding Joseph was given a massive amount of self-control, all to make sure that they knew for certain that this baby was going to be the Son of God. Now, I wonder about Mary's pregnancy and what it was like. Being told by Gabriel that she was most highly favored and the child in her womb was a miracle, we can gain some insight from the song she sang, which might indicate that she knew the baby was the long-awaited Messiah. And in Luke 1, 48, we read this, For he has had regard for the humble state of his bondservant, that would be Mary, for behold, from now on, all generations will call me blessed. End quote. However, as is the case in many pregnancies, when the time for her to give birth arrived, well, Rome just suddenly put out an edict that people needed to return to the city of their birth for a census to be taken. Now, Mary was soon to deliver this baby, and now they had a 90-mile road trip, which would take about 31 hours, to walk it. Why? Simply because the Messiah was said to be born in Bethlehem in Micah 5, 1 and 2. There we read, but you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, by the way, Ephrathah is another word uh, which identifies this Bethlehem from a different one that was further to the south. But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are small, among the clans of Judah. Out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from 
of old from ancient times, end quote. So it was prophesied that the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem, but they were in Nazareth. So God decided to have Rome do a census to get Mary and Joseph to Bethlehem. So they make it to Bethlehem before Mary went into labor, only to find there were no rooms available at the Bethlehem Hilton. Now, put yourself in Joseph's position, exhausted from a 90-mile trip with his wife at full term and riding on a donkey, which I don't think has very good suspension, I think he would have been a little impatient with the hotel manager. So the manager, just to get rid of this expecting couple before she gives birth in his lobby, he just makes an offhand remark that, you know what, you can use the stable if you want to. However, it was well past the want-to stage, and her contractions were saying she was in the must-do and must-do-now stage. Now, it was not uncommon for those who owned sheeps, goats, and other animals to stay with them during the night, sometimes in the town, sometimes out of the town. However, what we do know for sure was that Jesus was born and Mary wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Now, do not picture Mary wrapping Jesus up with a nice comforter from L.L. Bean. These clothes were narrow strips of cloth which were used to wrap around a baby after it was born to restrict its movements and to help it feel more comfortable and secure. However, heaven wants to announce the long-awaiting event that the Messiah was born. Daniel prophesied it around 539 BC. Now, if we were to subtract that number of 539 from today's date, we would find that in comparison, 539 years ago would be 1482, all the way back to when Christopher Columbus was hanging around the docks. But I digress. Now, that night, when Christ was born, there were shepherds who were keeping watch over their flocks just outside of town. And suddenly, an angel of the Lord appears to them, and the floodlights of the Lord's glory are shining all around them, and they freak out with terror. Suddenly, they hear the angel speak to them, saying, quote, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Now when they heard the word Messiah, they knew exactly what the angel was saying. The Savior, Christ, has been born in the nation of Israel with the theory being that he would destroy all of their enemies, including Rome, who is the existing force 
holding them captive at this time in their own land. And then, suddenly, the choir of heaven shows up. Now, we don't know how big the choir was, but I'm guessing a myriad or two, or perhaps thousands of angels. In fact, perhaps all the angels of heaven showed up to see this incredible miracle for which they had been waiting since the beginning of time. And they sing with a thunderous sound, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. And the shepherds were probably not steeped in really sound theology, but they all knew one thing. Christ, the Messiah, was now born, and those on whom God's favor rests would experience peace. So how about you? Are you experiencing the peace of God in this season? Here's my prayer for today. Lord Jesus, in this troubled world in which we live, where there are things all around us which are causing us stress and fear, would you please give me some rest in my soul today? I thank you that you are in control, that you are good, and that you will take care of us and help see us through. Thank you that at least we can rest in that eternal truth. Amen. This is John Doyle with 180 Podcast. God bless you, my friends. And I'll look forward to speaking with you tomorrow about more awe around the coming of our Savior. Take care and goodbye.